Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janowski, also known as Victor Crumb, and you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. Chang, chang, chang. Chang of flues. Chang of flues. Chang of flues. Is that a COVID joke? Like a racist? The flu. No, the flu. Flu powder. Flu oh, powder. I thought you were talking about like the Wuhan flu kind of. Oh, <laughs> no. yeah. I guess it's a double entendre. <laughs> yeah. Definitely works. I was on like, two that's levels. super racist. <laughs> but that's never stopped us before. Um, that's good, guys. <clears throat> so is she like. I can't remember in the books. Is she. Is there any real link between her and flu powder or is it just they're both in the magical universe? Is that what No, nah, but she would have come across it, surely. Yeah, yeah. I should be aware of it. Yeah. That's two for one. There's three words in those that chorus. Three words and two of them are Harry Potter words. That's an incredible strike rate. <laughs> yeah, and one of them is of, which is also good, used um, in the book. Good proportion that you, you managed to parody, but not a lot of words total. So still feels like less than usual somehow. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 you say that of isn't like included in the magical universe, but it's in like pretty much every single one of the book titles. Goblet of Fire, Prisoner of Azkaban, Chamber. Well, of that's our titles. Harry Potter and the of. Chang of Flues. It's good. It's that's mental. That's really we just, really. Do mental. we need to even do the podcast now? Um. I'm happy to call Been it. Been asking myself that for 166 weeks, Sarah <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of chains of fools, mm. here's three mm. fools. <laughs> three <laughs> weak links in a chain of fools. <laughs> Welcome to Paging Mr. Potter. Yeah, it's chain, a- of, chain of foos sounds a bit like Gang of Youths. <laughs> Is there anything oh, there? Yeah. They're a band. Um Skull to beer. We already of? spoke about that though. So. Oh shit! Yeah, no, that was last week. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. need to get some more contemporary uh, references. <laughs> <laughs> some more contemporary Chang of Flues references. Well, you know, it's funny you call us all chain. You call us all fools, and I think you're quite correct to say that because we've had a fair bit of feedback this week about just our complete ineptitude um, on the on the Instagram. And I mean, we've had obviously this is the kind of feedback we get every week. Just people. St- you know, mm. questioning our our um our faculties and our sanity and things like that. But there's quite a lot of errors that we've made in the last little week, uh, last last while. So I'll uh, I'll just bring a couple of them to you. Firstly, got a message saying that um, apparently last week I quite smugly went on about how um, Dobby gave Harry a sock. I don't mm-hmm. think that's what happened. I think I think Harry gives Dobby a sock. <laughs> so that was wrong. Okay. Why would Harry give Dobby fundamental a sock? error there? Something about. I think it makes him not a slave anymore or something. Still, like, even if even if that's a token gesture to make him not a slave, which, again, could be wrong, mm. to, given our track record. <laughs> There's something incredibly pathetic about that, Rita. I agree with you. It's a bit <laughs> like when people say... Um, I've heard, like, people on the right wing say, like... Um, 
you know, capitalism, uh, you know, it does produce inequality, but it's lifts so many people out of abject poverty. And, you know, it's the only system that does that. That's but right. then if you drill down, like their definition for abject poverty is a dollar ninety per day. So it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you can get someone to a dollar ninety one per day, they're not in poverty anymore. Nathan, bullshit. a rising tide lifts all boats. And um, that sounds cool. In an so it's acceptable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, and enough. And that therefore justifies whatever inequality of whatever um, environmental lifts or boats, man. We're also doing well. A rising tide also usually is a precursor to a massive tsunami, which crushes everything in its path. Um, well, I so mean that's not quite true. The tide rises twice a day, but yeah. What? That, but a really rising tide. I mean, once <laughs> well, I that tide so. gets out there and it whips back, that's a tsunami, brother. Yeah, and that's bad. but a tsunami of a tsunami of wealth. So, oh, uh, right, 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 right. The Dobby sock theory of economics. <laughs> the sock theory. The sock theory of value. It might uh. seem as though you're all really poor and that all the billionaires are hoarding all the wealth, but actually what's happening is you're drowning in a tsunami of wealth. That's why it, that drowning sensation of barely Hell having yeah. your head above water, you're actually not drowning in inequality. You're drowning in a tsunami of wealth. That's... um. I just want to be like... um. That, that cartoon that dives from a springboard into a pile of coins. Oh, yeah, Zach that? Duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that like Scrooge McDuck's like Scrooge McDuck, kids or whatever? Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my idol. A painful <laughs> dive. <laughs> my idol. <laughs> yeah, so bring on, bring on the wave of inequality. <laughs> that would fucking wreck as well. Imagine diving headfirst into a massive <laughs> pile of coins. You'd have CTE for sure. And you CTE. know how we feel about yeah. head neck, head knocks. Yeah, Dude, we have strong feelings about CTE. Pile of coins. You know how hard a coin is. No, I know. I'm just. I guess my question there is whether CTE would be like the first symptom you'd notice, like the long-term <laughs> yeah, right. degeneration of your brain, rather than like just a severed spinal cord, probably <laughs> as you dive into a. A hard pile of yeah. coins There's short term and long term implications And so Dumbledore do be careful If you're planning <laughs> yes. some kind of elaborate Dive off springboard into a pile of, of Coins, doubloons, scepters Doubloons Did you say scepters? <laughs> yeah, treasure, jewels <laughs> oh, Fine trinkets God. Um. So that's Oh yeah, that was, so that was that was just the first of the uh, things that we got wrong. <laughs> Fuck, look, we got almost the whole five minutes out of that. Um, Very good. Uh, what else did we get? Oh, yeah, Nate, uh, Reed and you. I mean, it was good that you posted something on the Instagram um, because, you know, quite often we forget about the Instagram page for months at a time sometimes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but you posted some, I don't know, I can't even remember what it was, something about that midwife crisis movie thing, which we uh, can't be bothered going into right now. Some essentially an advertisement for the episode, um, but as uh, Bushrat, Potiphar Bushrat pointed out, you put the fucking wrong episode number on, so I couldn't even remember what episode oh, we were up to. Yeah, I think it said. Okay, let me. I've <laughs> that got it up was now. very funny. It said. Isn't um, it kind of good that we made so many errors? Because like, Potiphar Bushrat, longtime listener of the pod, hasn't written in for a while because we haven't, you know, been doing this on a regular basis at all. Mm, mm. So it's. I think on some level we intended to make all these errors just to check in who's still listening yeah well it's almost yeah. like the most it's like a th this podcast is kind of like the human centipede you know like it's like this 
beautiful, sustainable cycle where we just make errors um, and then people write in, you know, correcting our errors. Then we talk about the corrections. That new content generally will spur on some more inane and incorrect statements, which will then feed the beast. They will come back with more corrections. And it's like almost like we don't need a plan at all for this podcast. It is all shit. It's and all just shit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Andrew, just so to many be levels. super clear in this metaphor you've got here, I just just before we go, the listeners, our dearly beloved listeners, strangers, a lot of them who have never really met in person, um, mm-hmm. you're saying they have their mouths agape and affixed to <laughs> each one of our anuses uh, as well, we it's- shit into their mouths. Just to be that clear. is yeah, that's correct, but it's also the other way around because all of the shit that's coming out of the potophile base is then being mm. returned to us. We're all on all fours, um, sure, mouth sure, agape, sure. receiving said turds into. Ugh. And that really is pretty much the yeah what this podcast is. So again, that was um, another error that we made, which was uh, quickly mm-hmm. picked up upon. We've had a lot of feedback this week. I can't even go through all of the people that had. Um, you know, words about Nathan's psychotic segment <laughs> last week. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what did Roger Ebert have to say on the Instagram this <laughs> week? I mean, obviously, Roger died many years ago, but I'm sure that his estate is preparing something. Um, I mean, just a, just a, a couple of them. Um, Potiphar Ching Chong wrote in, said, truly, what a mental episode. So confused. Mm-hmm. And that was, mm-hmm. I think that was probably the, the main feeling was confusion. So confused as to why Nathan suddenly started talking about making a movie. Isn't he a lawyer? Did I miss something last <laughs> episode? Um, we also had, let me find this one. Right. Well, so, a- midwife crisis. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> um, what else it's got? art house. You know, it's not for everyone. And yeah, Andrew, no. isn't there another error within the very the entire premise of which Midwife Crisis was based on? Wasn't there a listener writing in with another error? Oh, yes. Error? Let me get to that one. So, we had... Um, That'll be error number three so far in the podcast. Yeah, this was... Um, another message was saying that... Uh, okay, Midwife Crisis has to be the most cooked shit you guys have ever discussed on this pod. Holy shit. I praise. Also, I think Nathan was describing a wet nurse rather than a midwife for J Lo's <laughs> character, and we had a lot of people messaging with saying that's not what a midwife does. Can I respond to that criticism? Because I did see that particular message, Andrew, because you reposted it on the story. Mm-hmm. It's a really good criticism. It's that's a good point. Hard you to have come back critics. from. Really hard to come back from. Yeah. My only, it's not even a justification, but what I would say is. Let's not disregard... Like, there's still plenty of good stuff in that idea that we can salvage. And let's not throw baby Ray Fines out with the bathwater, so to speak. <laughs> like, maybe there's a little bit of tweaking we can do. Yes, midwife, midwife crisis. That that was the whole idea. Um, if that's not what a midwife does, then we really kind I of... I mean, we actually had... One, but. Like, just to just to confirm that, that you know, I think that that message was... That, sorry, that, that what you said was wrong and that what the, the overwhelming message we were getting from the potiphars was correct. We had an actual midwife write in as well. Here's <laughs> the message. Ha, 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 ha. I'm an actual midwife and was so confused as to what you think midwives do. Absolute chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in my head, a, a midwife is a baby nurse, looks after a baby. Is that not yeah, right? That, that was good enough for me, I have to say. And and 
you know, in a crisis, yeah, sure, that's not in their usual job description. It's not mm. one of their like common mm. duties. That's, that's if, true. In a life and death situation, are you saying Jennifer Lopez wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> um, let a grown man suck on them? Uh, GC titties? I, I don't think so. <laughs> so let's agree to disagree on that one. Well, I did ask um, Potiphar, uh, I don't know if she wants me to use her name, so I won't, but I, I did ask her if she wouldn't mind coming on as a consultant on the film because this is the kind oh, of see, information we could idea. use. Mm. I love that idea. Could have resolved that in two seconds with a bit of input saying you're completely wrong fundamentally about everything. So, um, <laughs> And we love feedback. Other? We love feedback. I will say, though, there was... Like most of the most of the feedback around that was confusion, but there was a lot of positive feedback too. People fucking loved that segment. So I don't know if we can spin that off. If we can get it, if we can you know turn this into a bit more of a an ongoing segment. Uh, if people, ha- if you have any other psychotic ideas for movies, Nathan, maybe just a phrase oh, that yeah. you've thought of a pun for that we could. Um, I'd spin like on. to see this go on and on and on and. The fact that it was super confusing and weird, I, I almost like that. I think let's take this pod in fucking scary, <laughs> weird directions. Let's really shock people. I mean, that was just yeah. a, mere, a mere glimpse into one of our psyches. Um, there's just so much more um, gold that we can plunder. Oh, we're damaged. Um, we're damaged oh, yeah. individuals. What, what, yeah. <laughs> really fucked we're up. We're sick puppies, dude. We're yeah. a couple of sick... <laughs> anyway, um, what can we call our movie segment? Because we've already used Mad by... Mad-Eye Movies which I'm is not sure we're going to do better dad. than Mad-Eye Movies um, mm, It's a shame, isn't it? Um, let's have a quick think Ridden's looking up Harry Potter characters I can hear him typing <laughs> Shut up Cinema, Cinema Gonigal Cinema Gonigal Cinema Gonigal <laughs> That sounds like Cinnamon McGonigal uh, I was thinking film Film. Is there like someone called Philomena in Harry Potter? That's what I was looking up. Harry what's, Potter what's, Philomena. What's, um, but it doesn't look like there's a character. <laughs> what's Filch's first name? Argus, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. I was going to say oh, Argus one. Film. <laughs> Argus Film. Argus. Or Argo the Film with Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I'm sorry I asked uh, Let's think about that off Michael But please send in your suggestions And as we said last week Send in your <coughs> psycho movie ideas We'd love to have a chat about them Flesh them out Steal them, sell them to Paramount Plus I mean, uh, well, they're, all, they're all after content choice. at the moment um, Okay, well yeah, that's, yeah, send in some ideas I'll have a think in the week If we can think of any, uh, any, any bad movie ideas I guess that's the segment, is it? We just come up with bad movie ideas I, I guess so so okay, that's good. And then the final, I guess the final error, and maybe maybe Reed and you want to take this one on because I believe I could be wrong. I think you're responsible for it. Do you want to talk a little bit about the message we got this morning um, about a certain link on our Instagram page? <laughs> yes, this might have been. This is perhaps the most egregious error of all. Um, mm. oh let, God. let me get this up. Sorry. All right. So on our Instagram page, which is sort of the main hub. We don't really use Facebook anymore. Main hub for people to find out about the podcast, find out a bit more info, have links that would direct people to the ideally a podcast um, receptacle. <laughs> it's a word podcast player podcast of choice. Receptacle. receptacle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pod it's, disposal it's, unit, PDU. That's what the R in RSS feed stands for, is receptacle. <laughs> And um, it seems like when I 
popped in because in, in the Instagram bio, that's the only place you can put a link on Instagram. That's the only place that Instagram allows you to actually put like hyperlinks. So mm. I must have set up a what they're called like they're called either Linktree or Tiny CCs or whatever, and you click that link and it takes you to a range of other links. So it would have taken you to like I what I intended I guess was a Spotify link, Apple Music link. Um, mm. fucking iHeartRadio, whatever, wherever you get your podcast from. So you could listen to the podcast. So say someone told you about Paging Mr. Potter and so you go, okay, I'll find them on Instagram. In the last, and it seems like for a very long time, at least a year or so, if you came to our podcast having never heard of it, click the link on our Instagram uh, bio. What the link would take you to is a website... And I don't know if this is endorsed by the good people of Hinge, uh, but it is a website called... <laughs> an application, it seems, called Hingefuck. Uh, Hingefuck. I'll say it again. Hingefuck, Hinge all fuck. one word. Okay. Hinge, Hingefuck. And um, the tag on the top of the page says, meet local girls in your area. Uh, and then it gives you a question, a nice little quiz uh, for you to take part in question one choose one of these women so you've got two choices left or right uh, which is a little bit different to say tinder or your hinges or your bumble where you've just got the one at the time and you, you're swiping you know yes or no so this pits two uh, local women on hinge fuck uh, against each other and these women uh, pictured in the link that we've sent you is a uh, two, I guess, cartoon drawings of um, one lady on the left, a, a blue-haired woman with her... her, her an e-girl. Uh, an e-girl, yes, an e-girl with her... Um, what do you... Uh, her bosom uh, exposed or a little top pulled up ab- ab- above her bosom, so you're seeing the side. Uh, and then she's got a sort of uh, long, long, those sexy long white socks. And what she's doing in oh this uh, cartoon is uh, sucking a penis. And you... <laughs> yeah. And she... What about is, on the right though? <laughs> well, okay. So that's your first option. That's pick your fighter, you know, left. Is that, <clears throat> do you want this woman? She's sucking. And I can't tell if it's a sort of cut, uncut. She's, she swallowed it all up. <laughs> Uh, it's hard to tell, so I can't give any information on that front. But she is, without a doubt, um, sucking a penis. On the on the right hand side, the <laughs> other option is Jesus. a blonde girl, and she's a, bespectac- a bespectacled woman. Uh, she's got long blonde hair, a headband to to keep her hair back, I guess. Um, uh, she's more clothed. She's got a little school. Why girl she need outfit. her hair pulled back? What's she doing? <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get to that in, in a second. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's functional, not just stylish. Stylish. Uh, and she it does unfortunately appear, and maybe unfortunate, but she appears to be bound. Uh, hands definitely bound by some sort of rope. Um, and she, uh, <coughs> once more, she's also sucking a penis. Uh, okay. Seems to be a different man, a slightly <coughs> more tanned man. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, there is a bit more detail. I don't want to go into it because it is a little bit crude. Um, but he. You so, Rita, could, could I just stop you for one second there? I mean, obviously, you're in the flow state here, and I don't want to interrupt you, but. Um, so you set this up, obviously. You set up the link through our book. So which one of is it the right or the left that you click on to go to Spotify? Which one is the correct <laughs> link for to listen to our podcast on Spotify? 
<laughs> well, it is the one on the right. Um, okay. It is the one on the right, the bound uh, blonde woman. Uh, that'll mm-hmm. take you to Spotify. Left, uh, the sexy e-girl. Uh, that will take you to Hinge Fuck. So we must... Okay. must it's, yeah, we split the sort of... But you can also get our podcast on Hinge Fuck. So we've done a sort of collab, um, a merger, <laughs> if you will, with Hinge Fuck. Uh, so you will hear some ads starting to roll out, uh, some pre-rolls at the start of the show before the Victor Crumb bit, uh, maybe some mid-rolls in the middle just to sort of break it up. Uh, and then we'll, of course, finish off, uh, so to speak, uh, with... Um, uh, some more hinge fuck ads and hope that doesn't listen ruin the listening experience for you but um, yeah the, the, I well, guess we've got the to pay the bills <clears throat> we've got to pay the bills we've got to keep the lights on um, so I'll I, you know I'll keep that up for maybe a few more days just I think it'll be a fun little little thing for the podcast yeah I love to- that I mean <clears throat> so maybe just to give a bit of context because um, obviously you know we weren't aware of this yeah more um, detail please <laughs> no, <laughs> not detail <laughs> Detail, I think we're covered. Uh, we got a message today uh, from one of our loyal podophiles, podophile Astrid, I believe it was. And, um, <clears throat> and she sent in uh, just a screenshot of this um, aforementioned image, which I won't go into. Um, and she, she just asked, you know, did you guys know that, the, that this is the link on your bio? I can't remember that being mentioned at any point in the pod, lol. <laughs> So what I loved about that was that she wasn't even sure if, you know, if we'd been sort of yeah. hacked in some way or whether we we actually meant for that to be there. So apparently our content is entirely indistinguishable from <laughs> pornographic hentai spam porn. Um, and another thing on that, Andrew, that I just realised... I mean, this must upset that up, you know, years ago. Is she the first person to click on the link? <laughs> well, I mean, I've been trying to think about it since we got the message about how this happened. and Because I, I think we've used, we used like a URL shortener, but I don't think that was it. I think that maybe the the site that you used to do that like link tree thing mm-hmm. got, maybe they got yeah. bored out or something. I don't know. Anyway, fuck. That so hopefully that hasn't been too long. flattering possible explanation. Like that, that's the only thing that... Puts us in any kind of um, unfortunately, you know, good light it does look like Tiny URL, which is the company I tried to use, is still uh, functioning and running. So <laughs> okay, okay, well, I might know. have to yeah, an- another rare, <laughs> another rare written error. Um, <laughs> yet an- <laughs> involving porn once again, public porn. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's doing one. I mean, I, I said you know as soon as this was brought to our attention, I said oh, okay, we well. Reading said, save it, save it, we'll talk about it on the pod, which is what, you know, typically, that, that's our process. You know, we just don't talk about anything during the week and then we only talk on the pod. But I said, okay, fine, we don't have to talk about this right now, but should we at least remove the fucking link? And Reading's like, no, we should leave it up for a few days so people can check it out. People will want to check it out. <laughs> people want to check it out. Um, I actually got a different ad when I clicked on it. So it seems to have like a rotating carousel of different ads. So the oh, wow. send them in. Send what That's ads are, are you getting? They're all for hinge fuck from what I could tell. Um well, but I'm sure that's doing wonders for us on the algorithm. Just uh, you know, oh. linking directly to porn oh, yeah. from our bio. I mean, I'm sure we won't be getting blocked or anything anytime soon. It also doesn't seem like you know a safe or legitimate website to me. Like it's called Hinge Fuck, for example. So like, good chance if you click it, there goes your identity, there goes your credit card number, uh, your private information. Um, but maybe. Maybe that's 
happened to a bunch of our podophiles. Like maybe they that's what don't technically exist with. anymore. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, well, we maybe people have, have been clicking the entire time and now they don't have access to the internet anymore because they're barred. <laughs> or- <laughs> 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 remember when that list um, uh, I can't remember who it was But he had his entire bank account frozen out Because he tried to buy our um, NFT, NFT. Every time they try Like anyone tries to engage with our pod On any level There's like Not just a risk Like real danger <laughs> Real danger Yeah 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 Clear and present danger it's like all of the security systems on the internet have been set up to, um, you know, block any content that has to do with us. Like, it's like we, you know, immediately set off every spam filter and things like that. So, anyway, if you want to see that, I mean, Reden's very kindly agreed to leave that up for a little while. So, go yeah, check so that out. Yeah, so you can have until, until, I don't know, the next... Maybe the weekend. You've got until the weekend to see what pops up. Have a little uh, explore. Um, of course, join Hinge. Fuck, it's like Hinge, but you get to fuck. Um, mm. Use yeah, that's, the that's, code that's... PMP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let them know we sent you. <laughs> um, we've often talked about on this podcast that Australia is uh, a very embarrassing country. Mm-hmm. To be Bad. a part of, to kind of um, watch it all unfold, especially when we, especially when we deal with the outside world, like we're embarrassing enough within our own um, borders, but then when mm. Australia has to interact with the wider global community, that's when it really starts to become unstuck for us. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you saw Andrew. I don't know if it made it across the pond um, to the shores of sunny England. Um, mm. But this entire week, the entire news cycle from start to finish every day, another <laughs> embarrassing affair for Australia was that Shaquille O'Neal was in the country. Oh, now, yeah. Shaq, who um, hasn't played a basketball game for probably uh, well over a decade. Um, He's now probably best kind of- known as the genie from Shazam, right? <laughs> yeah, that yes. that and yeah. sort of like crypto um, apps and oh, like yeah. probably like sports pet type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so he's come to Australia and honestly, like every morning show, every night show, every news, like anything he could possibly be farmed out to, he was on. There were massive lines for him for like meets and greets. It was like fucking Beatlemania. It was honestly so embarrassing. I can't imagine what Completely. he would have like thought. Um, and and Reardon, this does tie in uh, very slightly to NRL news because one Billy Slater actually sat down and interviewed Shaq. Oh, what Shit, a meeting of the to, mind. What the fuck could that possibly have I would have thought like, he'd have what? to stand up to meet with Shaq. He must come up to his fucking knee, Billy Slater. <laughs> Was it like Frost Nixon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, that that kind of thing, I, I, I didn't even bother for whatever reason to click on it because I think it would have just been too intellectual and stimulating. Now, I don't want to be too I don't want to be too harsh here, but I've always felt that Australians that like American sport are the worst of of, of a bad bunch. I mean, all Australians are really bad, but Australians that love American sport, I've, I don't know, this is just my personal experience. They've always been the most um, like detestable in person at least. Well, <laughs> and I suppose the only Shred, and it is a shred of of nationalism that we feel um, is at something like the Olympics, or yeah. maybe the Wallabies. Like that's the only time, 
like Australia even gets a, a look in. Yeah, that's right. That's the only real patriotism we feel. Well, as I said the other week, I think it's like it's pretty much that or it's just NRL scandals. Like that's the only time I feel patriotic is when an NRL player has done something awful and I'm like, that really is our identity. Like that, it doesn't happen in the same way uh, in other countries. So there were so many like cringe moments as well of him, like just Australians like showing him videos of like rugby league and being like, look, no helmets, like no padding, like oh showing like God. Matty John showed him a video Jesus of um, a rugby league tackle and Shaq had to be like, oh, oh, wow, you was, you're so tough, like no helmets, no pads. Just <laughs> <laughs> to do this fucking dance that we do to every Pathetic. fucking cunt that comes over here. And there's all, mm. also like a funny thing, especially when like black people come to Australia, like especially black Americans, like it's either like one of two things, like they get knocked away at the door, like they come in and border security goes like, no, you're a rapper, <laughs> like you're not allowed to come here. Yeah, didn't like that happen to like Dog. Snoop Dogg? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're like either really suspicious of them um, or we kind of wheel them out like a fucking like abominable snowman and like marvel at how tall they are like everything was like <laughs> he met he met the prime minister of australia and all everyone said was like whoa look at how tall he is look he towers over him he's like some sort of giant freak whoa come <laughs> here come here like a like a ninth early like 19th century like freak show circus act or something it's so fucking embarrassing <laughs> really not only is it embarrassing but the fact that Shaq is um taller than average like significantly to his credit, um, that's kind of the basis for constitutional recognition of indigenous people yeah. uh, in the country because he pretty much launched um, the yeah, Albanese government's the fuck was that all voice about? proposal, um, which is going to be a you know an, a, an actual referendum <laughs> in this country later the year, in the year. It sounded like that went down people. really well. It sounded like people loved that Shaq was um, involved in the voice to parliament um, referendum. I mean, because because oh, yeah. I didn't well, cheapen it at meant. all. Is is what I like making <laughs> it look like an ad for a crypto thing? Like it's like yeah, that, they loved that he was wearing his points bet shirt uh, as he was making the <laughs> announcement. He was <laughs> they they gave him not one but two South Sydney Rabbitohs jerseys. <laughs> Like that—that's what the prime minister gave him, with like oh. the representative from the indigenous community, Linda Burney, yeah. like as part of launching the voice <laughs> proposal. Like it was really crazy. But but really we say this. Scenes. But he did give every indigenous Australian two free bonus bets up to the value of fifty dollars. So <laughs> that was that was huge. I hope you reminded everyone to gamble responsibly. But, I, you know, it, 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 it is kind of weird to me, like, just the optics of it. Because it's like, I mean, obviously it's weird that you would get a celebrity with just absolutely no connection. I mean, let's be, like, let's call a spade a spade. The only connection is that they have dark skin. Like, that indigenous people have dark skin and yeah, so does Shaquille yeah, O'Neal. Yeah, yeah. That's the only connection that I can understand. Like, he's firstly, he's he was not, like, an indigenous person even in his country. <laughs> he comes from an oppressed group, certainly. But, uh, like, but what indigenous. is the connection? Yeah, what, like, what the fuck did he have to do with it? I don't understand. I do not understand. And, and to be fair, I haven't really been following it, but at least on the face of it, it seemed like a very odd choice. Very, very strange. Another <laughs> just a weird, in- weird to have it as just a stop on the tour as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. On the way from NRL HQ <laughs> to like the Maddie John show. Uh, anyway, um, 
I'd like to bring up a, an example just by contrast um, coming out of the US this week. So, mm-hmm. obviously, in, in Australia, we revere Shaq for his um, absurd height. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> by contrast, in America this week, I don't know if you saw Ron DeSantis, who <laughs> may w- very we well be the next president. I mean, he's tipped to... Challenge Trump to be the Republican um, leader at the next election. Who is he? Uh, he's governor the governor of Florida. Yeah, he's not a, a Floridian. Real culture warrior, not afraid to tell trans people that they don't exist. <laughs> they could, not they afraid could to call off. gay teachers pedos and groomers. Yeah. So he's a real cool dude, <laughs> Ron DeSantis, <laughs> and he could well be um, the most powerful man in the world very, very shortly. So that's very exciting. And he looks just awful. Can I say? Like he's he just oh, yeah. uh, there's something about him. It's like it's all the features look about right, but it all adds up to something just horrid. <laughs> it's got like a baby powdered face I don't know what it is It's it's very upsetting He's like an old young man it's, yes, It is yes, very he upsetting is. <laughs> Yes that's what it is Anyway so I don't know if you heard But um, Dr. Anthony Fauci is re- Has resigned this week Let me oh, just yeah. read you this headline From the New York Post Which probably gives you a flavour of what um, Mr. DeSantis had to say about that is it says DeSantis calls Fauci quote little elf that should be thrown across the Potomac River. So- <laughs> oh, I love it. So just the I mean the disrespect. I mean like fair enough. Everyone's fucking sick of Dr. Fauci and he he can fuck off. Um, oh yeah, sooner yeah. rather Dr. than Fauci, later. But he but- actually came out and just called him an elf and said I'll throw him in a river. And it does make me worry slightly if he is indeed an elf. <laughs> is the incoming um, conservative government in America going to oppress other magical creatures? And that's mm. really what I'm concerned about um, more than anything. Well, that's, def- I mean, more than anything it, at it, all, it right? I mean, not just in this more, case. Um, Add some stakes to the the upcoming election. If it's going to have magical implications, I think we may as well do a full Hagrid election analysis um, mm. of the twenty twenty four. I'm just trying to see yeah. if like New York Times have any fact checking of this statement to see if he is or is not an elf. <laughs> yeah, did Snoops pick up on this one or um, <laughs> Snoops? Not <laughs> Snoops. Snoops. Snoops or whatever it's called. That's Snoop Dogg's uh, <laughs> spin off of Snoops. Website. <laughs> Snopes dog. <laughs> Snoops is go a, a nose, a beagle's nose for sniffing out untruths. <laughs> you saved it. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, it's funny. Like, I, I mean, obviously that's a crazy thing to say, but you know, he's clearly trying to appeal along the same lines as Trump. And whatever you think about Trump, his insults are awesome. They're so fucking good. And I think oh, yeah. you know, as funny as that is, it's not it's not a it's not a Trump level insult. You know, Trump just calling Mitch McConnell an old crow just is the perfect <laughs> perfect mix of weird and offensive that I uh, and also he nails it like Trump's ability to like say things like it's not just a you know generic insult that you could apply to anyone. He really gets to the heart mm. of. He has like like a teenager's knack of being able to find someone's deepest insecurity oh, and shine a light on it. And he he'll say stuff, and you're like, 
That's mean, but I'll be damned if he's not right. Like, he's <laughs> but it taps into something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Crooked Hillary is like it's perfect. Sleepy Joe, it's just like so it's, it's yeah, unreal. Yeah. Even just how he calls like Kamala Harris weird. Like, yeah, yeah she's yeah. super weird. Like, it's fucking spot on. <laughs> You're right, Andrew. I don't want to end up with, like, Trump light with none no. of the hilarity or the charm or anything. Charm is probably the wrong word. But <laughs> no, it's been really charm. He's really sweating off his feet. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of women who absolutely love <laughs> Donald Trump. He's a real hottie. He's, He's a charmer. Charm. <laughs> well, I mean, way, the way things are looking at the moment uh, in America, it doesn't seem... You know, it's not looking great for the Republicans. So, um, you know, maybe... I, I think it would be best if we get the weirdest possible candidate, and I think that's probably going to be Trump. And then, obviously, you know, don't want him to win. But um, I just want the uh, the uh, the primaries and the all of the pre-election debates and stuff to be as, like, fucking chaotic as possible. So, bring it on. I'm ready to do it all Republican again. Republican primaries are... Mwah, like, just... Oh, it's so oh. good. Actually, I, I shared with Nathan a video from... Must have been the... 2016 primaries where like um, they were introducing the there was at this point it was, must have been early on because there were like eight or so maybe more like a dozen oh candidates. my god I just remember this is the best video <laughs> we'll put it oh, up fuck. it's just it's Ben Carson his because you know he's just oh a massive Carson it. <laughs> like, like he's so that's fucked a doctor, in the head <laughs> yeah like yeah. <laughs> he has CTE for sure he must He's have dived something. into a uh, a pile of coins. <laughs> <laughs> he he missed his mark for as the introductions. Like he missed the introduction for his name, and so I've seen this. <laughs> he just sort of. He sort of hovers around and everyone has to kind of... He's just backstage and everyone's awkwardly kind of walking around him and stopping and he ruins the whole flow of the entire, um, like, walkout. And so he just stays there and has to wait for the, like, um, announcer to sort of weirdly announce him at the very end while everyone else is on stage and there's a clear gap where Ben Carson should be and he's just standing there <laughs> serenely smiling and you can see, like, the producers like being, go, go, go! And he's just, like, kind of staring at the ceiling. <laughs> like, like it's like honestly something out of miscongeniality or something. It's so funny. <laughs> that that was that was that the twenty sixteen. Yeah, it must have been twenty sixteen, right? The it was those primaries where it was just the most insane group of people you've ever seen. Like it was like <laughs> it was like Jeb like Jeb Bush was there. He was like the the establishment candidate for, for like you know the Republican like centrists and stuff. He, he didn't even get a fucking look in. Nowhere near weird enough. It was all like Ted Cruz and fucking um what was the other guy? Yeah Ben Marco Carson. Rubio. Yeah Marco Rubio just all these freaks. Anyway, looking forward to more of that. I cannot wait. I just want you, you can see the producer. No, you can see Trump poking his head out the side of the curtain. <laughs> like he's like <laughs> like something from like a cartoon. Like poking his head out to see if it's his time and then ushering Carson to go forward. <laughs> yeah, and then Trump TV. refuses to enter as well until yeah. Carson just fucking yeah. goes. Because he doesn't want him to like <laughs> steal the thunder or anything. So the two of them are just standing there for like five minutes. Those debates only go for like an hour and they run really, really tight. They, they lost half the debate waiting for fucking Ben Carson to figure right, out better, where the stage was and to go there. We better post that video because we've just spent like 10 minutes describing a video on a podcast. So it's probably best if we post that. Um... <clears throat> All right, should we do the page? I've got one more thing, but I think um, let's do it after the page. 
Oh shit, the page. Fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah I genuinely forgot about that. <sighs> yeah, um, yeah. get rid of the page. Fuck. I hate it so much. It's just killed our momentum. I've I want to hear Drew's thing. I'm just gonna be thinking about what he's got in store the whole time. I don't care what's happening in our. It's Harry not Potter. that good. It's not that good. It's he's just staring. Yeah, it's just better than this, Drew. Better than this. He's staring into a mirror. I has been for the past month. Oh yeah, looking at a mirror. All right, so Harry's back at the mirror. Page 166. Yep, of course, of course. He um, is. I will say, just I want to manage expectations early. He starts staring at the mirror at the start of this page. By the end of the page, he's very much just still staring at the mirror. Um, That's awesome. Um, oh, fuck. Actually, so, so, okay. Sorry to derail and extend this a bit. But I stumbled upon when I was looking up um, Harry Potter words for um, it's my daily, my weekly search, sorry, before Hufflepuff. Um, mm. I found one that like someone did like run the numbers on what the most used words and phrases in Harry Potter, Hunger Games and Twilight were. So in Hunger Games, they were uh, most used adjectives were drunk, good natured and functional. Uh, And then in Twilight, we had uh, the words amazingly, intently and deliberately. Well, sorry, Uh, just in the Hunger Games, the most used word was functional. uh, Were among the the most used adjectives. What what were they again? Drunk, good-natured, and functional. I guess I thought Hagrid was in Harry Potter. What? <laughs> oh, fuck, that's good shit. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm going to have to delete it because of that awkward dead pause. <laughs> anyway. And in Harry Potter, the most used uh, phrases are nothing happened, Harry looked around, and Harry stared. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god! So that really—I mean—that—that's a—it justifies everything we've said, everything we've said about these books so far. Yeah, the numbers so it could be up. summed up in those three phrases, and you could really um, sum up this page in in these three phrase in these three uh, phrases. Sorry, because Harry—he uh, escaped from Filch and Snape. He's staring at the mirror. The uh, he starts to freak out. He's breathing very fast because when he looks at the mirror. I'm just going to keep this super short this week. Yeah, that'd be great. What he sees, he first doesn't realize who it is. Uh, It's his mum and his dad. So, again, Harry, a little bit slow. Uh, It's his dead mum, dead dad. They're not dead in the mirror. They're smiling at him and waving. It's not just their rotting corpses. Um, The mum is crying. She's smiling, but she's crying. Uh, And then also behind her are random assorted other potters and whatever Lily's name was. Um, And so for once in his life, he's seeing his family. So all his dead relatives, um, but in their living state, are reflected back to him uh, throughout the mirror. Harry even recognised his knobbly knees on a little old man. So I don't know who that old man was, um, but... Same knees as Harry. <laughs> is that implying That's, that it's him in the future? I don't get what the that. fuck. Like his his dream is to be a very old man, but also to have friends. Wait, and family is he saying around? it's is he saying it's him and it's those are his knees, or is he just saying well, he this must be those knees. a relative of mine because those knees are so similar? Like he's got those famous Potter knees. Is that what he- <laughs> the latter? It's about the famous Potter knees. Yeah, right. That's Sonico. It's actually supposed um, to, it, I will I will say I've obviously given a very truncated version of that but read in its entirety it's probably one of the more moving pages that we've read so far. I'll have to take yeah, your word for it. Yeah, it's the first like good idea we've come across in this book so far <laughs> like 
Anyway, no, perhaps this is a reference to like Lacanian psychoanalysis because I don't know if you guys are familiar, but like there's a famous. Oh, I'm familiar, bitch. Oh, Lacan is <laughs> like a very interesting guy, um, and there's a there's a there's a big part of his theory called the mirror stage, which is when like a, a young infant first recognizes themselves in the mirror, and sees themselves and realizes that they are. I guess they see themselves as an, as an object for the first time rather than just a subject. And so then creates this feeling of like self-alienation. I don't know. Do you reckon that's what she's going for? Or is that just... Uh, I mean, I didn't I'm understand what you said. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think don't my worry cat about it. Um, has that because it tries to scratch <laughs> yeah. itself in the mirror. No, literally. I think that's like kind of what he's referring to. Yeah. So I guess what yeah, Harry's yeah, yeah. looking at is he's seeing, he's seeing his knees in the mirror and he's feeling alienated from his knees in some sense. I don't know. It's just a thread that we should tug on a little and maybe like see where that goes in the next few weeks because maybe knees are important for further in the story. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's a metaphor for his unease with the whole situation so far. He's so uneasy. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> uh, okay, that's, that's that. Drew, what's your thing? Oh. Oh my god! Fuck. After all that, um, that did not seem worth doing. <laughs> Shut Andrew, up. You're up! It didn't, Ridden. Yeah, and I wish I hadn't said the thing I said, extending it for no reason. Um, <laughs> let me just have a quick look in my notes. Okay, I had a couple of things written down. Most of these aren't the thing, but I'll just quickly touch them so I can delete them. Um, just wanted your thoughts, actually. I've just written down: any salad is cheapened by carrot. What do you think about that? I kind of think. Oh, any, I'm any, with you, brother. Any salad with carrot fuck. in it is just not very good. And I brother, don't mind wait, carrot. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Someone had a go at me earlier in the pod um, mm-hmm. for pitching a movie idea that was vaguely related to Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I what, just want what was it? to keep that in mind. How was Because we cast Ray Fiennes, who's Voldemort, in oh, the movie. Sh- right, okay, not sure, a sure, good sure. link, but a link. Oh, yeah, yeah. Andrew's now just talking salad. Oh, brother, <laughs> what do you half think? this fucking book is them eating. Yeah, there's lots of food yeah, in it, bro. That's true. That's true. How dare you a scientist, not a uh, uh, sandwich specialist at Subway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a sandwichologist. This is a. Hey, it, it was the note above the um this thing I'm about to do. But anyway, I was just gonna. Uh, Whoa! I don't, hey, don't want to. Let's not brush past the carrot thing. Oh, I'm with you 100. Okay. Carrot is it's just filler. It, it, it's sort of like um. I can't think of an equivalent of something that's filler, <laughs> but it's just... It's like it's a just, styrofoam it's packaging. It's, it's just nothing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's just there to puff up the rest of the salad, but it actually adds nothing. And it just cheapens it's it. I think any color. any salad, you went to a fancy... You could go to like a three-hatted restaurant in Sydney. They bring mm. out a beautiful salad. And if they just grated a bit of carrot over it, it would be a dog shit salad. That's like, actually it, so true. Anyway, so that was worth saying. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's its tacky color as well. It's... A, Tacky orange. It doesn't belong yeah. in a, a yeah, place it's the, of sophistication. You're so right. That's actually exactly what it is, isn't it? It's it's just there's nothing earthy about it. It's too. It's 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 um. It's garish. garish. Gaw- yeah, it's garish. It's garish. <laughs> gaudy. Right. It's gaudy and garish. And I won't have it in my salad, even though it's quite a delicious vegetable. I have to say. Okay, well, I've got one more note which I might as well just talk about. Um, sure. yeah, was it yesterday? No, a couple of days ago. I was at a music festival actually, and um. Just uh, something tickled me. So I was watching Muramasa, very, very good set. And uh, but it was quite a long way back. We were at this festival in London, so like massive crowds. I don't know. We were probably like a good. I feel like we were like 150 meters from the stage, like a long way back in this big kind of mosh pit. 
Anyway, he brings on this guest. I didn't even know who she was. She comes on to like sing a song. Anyway, I just hear this guy behind me just go, oh my God, she's so hot. (laughs) (laughs) This woman just comes on stage and she's like 150 meters away. Kind of just make out her outline. And then, and he's like saying saying to all his friends like, oh, she's so hot. Oh my God. He kept saying it. And then, um, and then partway through the song, she started twerking and he's just like, oh my God. (laughs) I honestly don't understand. Okay. Obviously there's the distance thing, but in the age of pornography and OnlyFans and Instagram thoughts, like how, like the, the, the bar for titillation in the modern age is so high. It's 100%. so you have to do like for me to get a boner, you have to be doing like the fuckedest shit that I've never seen before. Like some a woman <laughs> <Yeah>. existing <laughs> and then shaking a bit is not enough. It's not enough for yeah. me to comment on, let alone for me to even like look up from my phone. And she was like, if I'd taken a photo of her from where I was, she would have taken up like four pixels on my phone. You could barely <laughs> fucking see her. <laughs> She's like Earth. In a Carl Sagan documentary, <laughs> just a tiny speck, pale blue the pale ass. Blue dot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that was the other note I had. Um, okay, but onto my main, onto the main course. Um, so hold the carrots. Shut <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's awesome. So we, you know, we've been traveling quite a lot, um, and so you know, one of the one of the difficulties when you're traveling is that you you have to make a judgment about a place before you get there, you know. And sometimes that's easier. Some areas are easier to do that than others. Some places you kind of just hoping that the place that you're about to show up to is good. And um, so my partner's uh, sister went away recently with her boyfriend, went to Greece, and he booked one of the apartments. And uh, my partner's sister was not impressed. Uh, it was apparently very bad, very bad apartment in Greece. And um, like you know, the for example, they you couldn't shower by yourself because the, the it what? just had like one of those disabled person. Um, what, what are they called? Where you have to hold the oh, shower yeah. head. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh. yeah. So you literally couldn't shower by yourself. You needed somebody else to like wash you down. Um, <laughs> So she was very luxurious in a way, which I mean, I don't want to play on any gender stereotypes, but it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, like guys are not very good at picking, at doing things like, like, I don't know. The girls I know are just much better at like going through reviews of things, making great judgments about whether a product or a, or a location is going to be good. So she was rather unhappy about this. Um, And so then she said, you know, did you even look at the reviews on booking.com? Well, he had not. But um, we had a look at the reviews on Booking.com this apartment, and it is unbelievable. Now, most of the most of the reviews you see on like an Airbnb or a Booking.com, you know, it's very from the host. You know, any replies to a review are like very sycophantic. Like, you know, if if somebody's like, oh, you know, uh, it was a great place, but you know, the there was a bit of a problem with the toilet flushing or whatever. You'll get you'll see a reply from the host being like, "Oh, we are so sorry that this you know negatively affected yeah. your stay in any way." Blah 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 blah. You know all this kind of shit. Well, not this guy. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> he really took the criticisms to heart. So just I'm just going to read his responses to complaints because the complaints are not that interesting. They're just normal you know complaints. One guy, for example just said that, you know, it wasn't very easy to work out where the lighting was in the apartment and said that the instructions were not very clear. 
Let me read this man's response to, to that complaint or to the personal slight, I think, is how he would probably uh, <laughs> describe it. Property response. First of all, there is lighting. Just press the button near the entrance in the building and the button near the key box right out of the apartment door. Secondary, I sent every Wait, instruction that's how you get needed. Your light? Yeah, I know. You have Not to press two switches. lights, none of them in the house. He said it like it's the, the most simple thing ever. <laughs> Firstly, solve this Rubik's cube. Then, you know, <laughs> go down this. Answer these riddles three. Yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> secondly, I sent every instruction needed, followed by images to make sure everything makes sense and none has questions, which means that you read nothing and you wanted me to repeat the whole process because you were bored to check the messages. <laughs> King furthermore, shit. furthermore, you did not ask for the instructions, but demanded them. I am sorry. You are not the only one I have to take care of. I got more than one apartment and I make sure you had everything you need. Um, Get their ass. As for the building, yes, it's kind of old and that's its beauty. I mean, (laughs) says you. For that specific reason, (laughs) we're not allowed to do any modifications. In addition, I myself check the cleaning staff if they do their job correctly and I don't find it dirty. Instead, I found it quite dirty after you left the apartment. (laughs) (laughs) You pig. You fucking filthy dog. Um, Let me find this one. Last but not least, you are the first one to have a problem locating the building in Google Maps, which means that either you wanted to be treated like a king in your vacation, having us taking you right out of the building for free because you were bored to do anything, or you are unable to use Google Maps at all. So that was um, his response to that moment. And and I asked... um, I asked them, you know, you know, was the place difficult to find? And she said, yeah, it was impossible to find. It took them forever to find the apartment. But then my favorite review, this one's so good. So the, this person had also complained about the lighting and, and the instructions and things like that. They also had made mention of the fact that, you know, it was meant to be an apartment where you could do some cooking and things like that. And uh, they'd complained that, you know, there wasn't, you know, it wasn't really a fully fledged kitchen. There wasn't, there was quite a few implements that they needed that weren't there. So let me read you his uh, response to that. Um, and it was a fairly mild complaint. Instructions couldn't have been better. Read then again if you don't understand something. There are switches for the lights in the entrance and just next to the apartment door, below the key box. There is enough kitchen gear to use in order to prepare a dish. You ain't gonna cook masaka. Foreign <laughs> <laughs> uh, dog. <laughs> Oh, the other thing they complained about is that like they couldn't open the windows. There was something wrong with the windows. So he said, um, the AC is well placed for the apartment to cool, as should, and not only for the bedroom. Better balance than just one room. Bit confusing. But then he goes, the windows are okay. You are weaker than a five-year-old child if you can't open and close them. <laughs> this guy is getting absolutely fucking wrecked, by the way. Absolutely rinsed. <laughs> Um, I was just going to say, like, something tells me that when this homeowner goes out into the world and goes to Airbnbs himself or restaurants, that sort of thing, something about his incredibly aggressive (laughs) demeanor tells me that he probably doesn't treat other places with the quiet stoicism (laughs) that he expects (laughs) of his guests, like a fucking ship captain going down with the Titanic. Like, something tells me he's fucking abusing people, clicking it, throwing shit. It's so awesome. Anyway. I love his energy. So cool. Um, I'll just finish it off with this. In the end, you stayed only for a day, and I guess you spent it trying to find out how to roast the apartment. (laughs) Despite how busy I am babysitting you and solving your little problems, still wouldn't be enough for a better review. I strongly advise other hosts not to accept you as a guest. Five exclamation marks. (laughs) 
Oh man, amazing, yeah. amazing. So anyway, well, that's I just that thought famous that was European awesome. hospitality. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was all it was. Just thought it was funny. Very funny, but I'll tell you what, I'm I'm fading. You might have. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm out of gas. I'm over it. Let's go. Oh, we're gonna do all the bullshit. Um. But we okay. We had we had Dumbledoo's. I even wrote them down. Dumbledoo, okay. double don't dive into Dumbledoo. Don't dive into a pile of coins. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. <laughs> so stupid. But good it's advice. Good advice. Good advice. Is that it? McDuck is listening. Um. But Dumbledoo, sign up to Hinge. Fuck if you're oh if you're down and ready to clown with some sexy local singles in your area. Um, and remember to Dumbledoo use the promo code PMP. Ten <laughs> percent um, off your first suck. <laughs> um, now we've got. Uh, I've got a suggestion for name for the page: Great. Harry Potter and the Pale Blue Ass. Yes, <laughs> yes. Take cool. it off. Um, Say oh, fucking. Be proud. What do we have? Uh, rate the page. Uh, What's the what's the saddest number? I think it's the saddest page so far. One, really. Yeah, one. One's the famously, number. Famously, <laughs> I feel like it's, I don't want to give it. Give one. it eleven. Yeah, yes, give it eleven. Yes, two, two, because what could so be sadder than sad. one lonely person? What are the word of the week? week? Dumbly, Dumbly, Dumbledore's grumpy Weasley, Weasley, come on and squeeze me I don't care about anyone but Snape Word of the week, dude! Three, two, one Nobly Grease Nathan (laughs) Your word of the week can't be word Was that not a good word of the week? I'll get him next time, Reardon Mark my words (laughs) I'm going to have a cracking word prepared for next week <laughs> and nothing else. Um, thanks for listening. Sorry if your identity, credit card, etc., gets stolen from clicking on the link in our link tree on the Instagram. Um, we accept no responsibility for that, even though we, you know, very firmly encourage you to do so. Let and us we know are, how you we're, go. We're also sorry if our uh, Instagram page gets shut down for um, knowingly linking directly to porn. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know a lot about how these algorithms work, but I, I've heard that's frowned upon. <laughs> but assuming we don't get um, go, don't get banned from the platform, uh, please follow us on Instagram. Just search Paging Mr. Potter. I think we're the only one. Yeah. Maybe write us a review. I don't know. Fuck it. Why not? Do it. Write a review. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What well, we used to do? If you, we used to be like, if if you write a review, we'd we'd give you a patron. No, we tell you if your patronus would beat us. <laughs> what sort of incentive is that? Yeah. Okay. It was no. Probably explains the lack of reviews. To be honest. <laughs> um, <coughs> what an idiotic thing. Cool. Um, that's okay. enough. Bye bye. See you later.